0: Welcome to the Fine Lion Podcast here to talk all things Brisbane Lions footy in the lead up to the Round Six clash against the GWS Giants in Western Sydney. We're gonna cast our eye back over the round five debacle that was the Gold Coast Suns loss. Uh, we're gonna cast our eye on the changes as well that has occurred as a result of that game and look forward to the matchups that will shape the round six clash. Uh, Well, the tape was reviewed post-round five, and most of it wasn't very pretty viewing. Uh, Brisbane, of course, uh, did kick on in that last quarter and did certainly give them an opportunity to win the game, but ultimately unsuccessful in doing so. Uh, A few things that caught our eye in the review, uh, well, it was very similar to the Melbourne game where Brisbane had really poor early on and ultimately gave themselves a chance to to win that game um, late in the game but uh, but couldn't quite get across the line and really got to an end position where they were ready to take control of the game hit the lead but never actually hitting the lead and in fact costing themselves the victory um, it was a lot of things that, that sort of happened throughout the ebb and the flow of that last quarter but not quite enough in Brisbane's favour to get their their, their chocolates. Um, we were speculating that Brisbane did win it was probably going to be a raffle between Harris Andrews and Jared Berry for the Marcus Ashcroft medal both of them influential in their own way. Uh, Harris Andrews did a terrific job on Tom Lynch while Jared Berry was pretty crucial around the clearances um, they tended to bomb the ball a lot as they came into the forward line which gave Stephen May in particular a lot of chance to come over this third man and spoil. Brisbane really lacking that key presence up forward that will sit alongside Hipwood uh, to give Hipwood the extra chop out and give him a little bit more room to manoeuvre. Dan Stay was the presence they were looking for. He did look dangerous on occasions but ultimately his kicking both field kicking and goal kicking uh, was very ordinary across the course of the game and, and probably really costly in the the scheme of the victory. Uh, as a positive note, well, Alex Witherden, uh, Jacob Allison and Tom Cutler gave Brisbane some really, pen- really good penetration off that back flank and that'll be something they look to do grow on as they do rely so much on that drive off the halfback to create them some scoring opportunities. Um, the last spoil, well the last quarter I should say, the Took Miller spoil which was on all the photos of the papers the next day, that was huge. Uh, but also Hugh luggage missing Lewis Taylor with a crucial handball as he ran into goal with just two minutes to play. Uh, Lewis would have had a pretty good shot or a pretty uh, simple shot to put Brisbane in front uh, was pretty crucial in the scheme of the game. Uh, Luke Hodge was terrific in the last five minutes. So was Cam Rayner, notwithstanding that opportunity he had to try and draw the game on the siren. Uh, The umpiring, well, we're always reluctant to blame the umpiring, but it was pretty disappointing. There was a number of 50-50 decisions that just inexplicably didn't go Brisbane's way. Uh, The 50 metre penalty against Zorko where Jared Berry got taken high was a bit of a head scratcher. Uh, The Luke Hodge one for the uh, below the knees contact, uh, that was also pretty difficult to work out how that was a free kick. Uh, And ultimately both of them related or resulted in goals straight away for GWS, which made it disappointing Ultimately, as we mentioned, a game where Brisbane had plenty of opportunity to win, but just couldn't ultimately get across that hump. Uh, something they'll look to build on, and there's plenty of positives they can take, but nothing quite builds that confidence like winning. I know that, that'll be the focus coming into this match against GWS. Uh, it doesn't get any easier this week. In fact, it gets a damn side harder as they head down to, to Greater Western Sydney to take on the Giants, uh, a team that is in relatively good form and a team that on paper... Certainly looks like again, they're going to be a real handful for Brisbane uh, across the whole afternoon in that game that does kick off at 4.35 uh, local time. Uh, so the changes for Brisbane this week, well there were some interesting uh, interesting ins and outs for the team. Uh, we saw Ryan Bassnack come out of the team and it certainly seems for Ryan that he's just unable to cement that top 22 position in the side and he does become the casualty of that game. On the weekend, Uh, he wasn't overly disappointing. He was about his usual usual self-bobbed up with a couple of possessions, uh, a couple of handy marks inside 50, but ultimately not enough for a player uh, that's got a number of games on the board to really make sure that he's cementing his spot uh, inside of that best 22. So he goes out of the side uh, accompanied as we'd forecast as well by Luke Hodge uh, his rest does seem to come at an appropriate time, give him the week off to get him to uh, to recover those legs make sure he's ready to go for the big clash back at Collingwood at home. Uh, Hawthorne also looming large on the horizon in the coming weeks and a game that I'd certainly anticipate Luke would be chomping at the bit to make sure he gets up and about four. So those two players go out. Uh, Daniel Rich he'll be a welcome addition back into the side to give them some more drive off that half-back line and making his debut is the big O Oscar McInerney uh, who has carried some reasonable form from the kneeful in although he hasn't been a particularly standout player he's been solid across the early rounds in the NEFL and he'll get his opportunity Uh, we'll look at how he fits into that team structure and that 18 on the field a little bit later Uh, GWS, well a big loss in Toby Green, he's injured so he's out of the side and also Dawson Simpson goes out Uh, they insert Zach Langdon and Nick Shipley who comes in for his debut also, but certainly on paper, you'd anticipate this matchup is going to be a favorite one for the GWS Giants as we cast our eye over the matchups. Uh, there seems to be a lack of positions where Brisbane has a clear winner or a clear advantage, and we anticipate it is going to be a tough day down there at Spotless Stadium on Saturday afternoon. Uh, for Brisbane, up forward, well, Eric Hipwood, uh, he flashed in the last quarter against the Gold Coast, but he's likely got a tough afternoon with uh, Phil Davis to be trailing him around, Charlie Cameron, who's been in really good form. He uh, was manned by Jared Harbrow last weekend and I'd expect one of those medium-sized defenders for GWS, uh, one of the uh, hop-up haps, or maybe Finlayson, gets the job on Charlie. But Charlie has been dangerous and probably our best avenue to goal in the early part of the season. Uh, Throw into the mix, I think also, we are likely to see Oscar McInerney go forward. I don't anticipate them splitting the ruck duties 50-50. I think Stefan Martin will look to uh, have the majority of the taps the majority of time in and around the center square, which means Oscar McInerney goes forward. A taller forward setup may be done to stretch that GWS defense. Uh, through the GWS attack well they get so much drive through Jeremy Cameron uh, he'll likely be manned by Harris Andrews uh, and then an abundance of other smaller medium forwards Adam Tomlinson uh, Sam Reid as well tends to flow through there and then Brett Toledo, Matt DeBoer also likely to uh, be relatively prominent down forward uh, the mediums of Brisbane will well, have their work cut out for them again as they did last week but again look for Rich and Witherden in particular to give them plenty of drive off that half-back line. Uh, Through the midfield, well, Dane Zorko coming off, again, a a pretty average game last week. He was very well held, uh, very well looked after, in a tight tag that was applied by Gold Coast. Uh, all day, and uh, Took Miller did a fantastic job on Dane Zorco, and you could really see Dane getting frustrated. Six free kicks against was Dane's eventual output. A couple of key 50-meter penalties, also, uh, which ultimately meant Took Miller took home 21 disposals and also the Marcus Ashcroft Medal. Uh, I don't anticipate GWS will put a run two player with Dane this week. I think they'll probably let him go. Uh, they'll back their own midfield of Dylan Sheil, Callum Ward, uh, Lockie Whitfield, and the like to be getting plenty of the footy and pushing. The in the right direction. One advantage Brisbane might have here is in the ruck. Stefan Martin in very good form. Jonathan Patton is named to take him on in the ruck. I don't anticipate Jonathan Patton's going to spend an awful lot of time in there. But whoever the, the GWS do rotate in there, I'd expect Stefan Martin to be giving Brisbane first usage, which may just be a slight advantage, which uh, really we'd anticipate being a damage control situation rather than anything else. Uh, So it does look, again, as we mentioned, a really, really tough matchup on paper for Brisbane. Uh, Where Brisbane can get some penetration, I think, is the good form of Tom Cutler last week. It was probably his best game at AFL level. He looked to give them terrific pace and terrific drive off that back flank and also the midfield area. Uh, Lewis Taylor, another one also, as we mentioned last week, that does figure very prominently when Brisbane are going well. Uh, Jared Berry and Huma Cluggage were both very solid last week, but they probably lack the support of their more credentialed players Counterparts, Dane Beams, uh, was solid without being spectacular. And uh, and Dane Zorko, as we mentioned, fairly disappointing also. So for Brisbane, well, a tough trip down to Sydney, we would anticipate. Uh, and that game could be one that um, really, we do talk about as is, is moral victory if they can get relatively close, as much as everyone does hate that term. Uh, next week, though, they'll come home for a big clash with Collingwood at the MCG uh, shortly followed near after, as we mentioned, by that clash with the Western Bulldogs down at Eddie Had Stadium before coming home and taking on the Hawthorne Hawks in a match that will hold big significance for Luke Hodge in particular and also Chris Fagan, both taking on their former side at the Gabba on Sunday afternoon. Uh, but for now, from the Fine Line podcast, we wish you all the very best for the weekend and uh, we do hope as we always do for a Brisbane Lions victory. Look forward to speaking again after the game. Go the Lions.